Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Life Lessons from Sports and Beyond. My name is Simon Mundy and over the last three and a half years, I've spoken to over 200 people for this podcast, trying to unpick life's bigger questions and explore what a life well lived really means. In today's episode, I'm discussing the concept of courage with Ollie Ollison. So what does courage mean to you? Ollie Ollerton is a former Special Forces soldier who appeared on SES Who Dares Wins. He's a best-selling author too. And he came up with a definition of courage that I really liked. He said it's about being willing to throw yourself into something without any guarantee of a successful outcome. Now, he shared his experience of the Special Forces grueling six-month selection process, and Ollie massively doubted himself when he stepped off the bus on day one and he looked around at all these other guys who were also trying to make it into the Army's elite unit and who all looked the part. But despite the doubts that he had, Ollie eventually was one of only a handful who did go on to make it through. Now, when it does come to throwing yourself into something, the biggest obstacle does tend to be the mind. Its primary focus is to keep us safe. And so it does balk at stepping out into the unknown. And that could take so many forms. It's not just about heading out into a dangerous situation, for example, but it's about listening to your intuition in any number of situations, even something which on the surface might seem mundane, like having a bit of a difficult conversation with your partner or at work and acting on it, even as the mind will throw up a million reasons as to why you shouldn't. And Ollie does share a useful and really simple technique to help act with courage in the moment. So here he is, and I hope you enjoy. Around about 350 started my course. Um, it's a six-month process, and about five passed at the end. That's actually five then go to the SBS, five go to the SAS. So there was five of us that went off to the SBS, but 
it's the most physically grueling thing I'll ever choose to do. Initially, when I started that at the Brecon Beacons, it was, you know, I was looking around me, I was thinking, Jesus, you have got off the wrong bus. You know, I was, I was just like, I was just this little skinny runt. And, um, you know, I was looking around me and all these guys that, you know, they had all the gear, they had the tattoos, they had the muscles, they looked like an action man. I had so much low confidence at that point, you know, and then I started seeing these super soldiers fall by the wayside and that gave me the confidence and boosted my energy, you know, and, and motivation to keep on going before I knew it. I was at the back end of that, you know, six months later, I passed the course and was one of five, but you know, the, the mind, you know, initially when, they, when you start selection, it's, it's about the physical, but your mind will give in way before your body does way before your body does and it's about being able to try uh, and find that extra 40 percent whatever it is that's lingering it's about digging deep and that's you, you can see the structure of the special forces selection process what they're trying to do because when you go to a war zone there's going to be no one there you know there's no time limit on a war you don't go into a, a, an attack and say this one's going to last 40 minutes you know so um let's have a bit of a warm-up and then we'll get into it <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's, 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 you, you don't get to choose when it finishes. So at the end of the day, they need people that aren't always looking for the finish line. They need people to stand up to a challenge and not stand down when they see the end coming, you know, so that you can see where the different levels, but the thing is that is all mental. They rinse you mentally and physically. And when you're at the point of your lowest and you think you haven't got anything left, they say to you, now give me what you've got and it better be good. You know, and it's that point, if you can't find that extra capacity or bandwidth to be able to carry on, you're not meant for the special forces. And that happens on a daily basis. So basically, you do the first part in the Brecon Beacons, running up and down hills with massive packs on your back. You know, it's, you know, you, you don't get much sleep. Um, you just thrashed every day. Then you go off to the jungles, a pretty similar thing in so much you get thrashed. But then you've got all, all loads of different weapon skills and training and blah, blah, blah. Another six weeks in the jungle. By the time you come out of the jungle, you pretty know that everyone that's passed that phase has got a good chance of making it to the end. There's probably, you've lost about 70% of the 350 by that stage wow i think that's really interesting what you said about getting off the bus and describing yourself as a skinny run and thinking right you know these guys are, are better than me because that shows that you don't need the confidence in the first place to go ahead and achieve so i think a lot of people wait to want to feel confident to feel ready before they leap into something but that experience you had shows that no, it, it's about sticking through the tough times, not necessarily feeling ready in the first place. If you wait until you're ready, if you wait till you feel right, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. Nothing was ever great unless at some point you doubted your ability to achieve it. Now, the thing is, the way we're wired, people only want to take something on if they've got a good chance of being able to succeed. So this all comes down to courage. Let's look at the word courage. Courage is the ability to throw yourself into anything without any guarantee of a successful outcome. We're not wired to do that. We're wired to look for the thing that we can say, I know I can complete that, so I'll, I'll throw myself at it. But when it comes to the question, I might look stupid or I might not be able to do that, you steer away from it. That is just the way we're wired. That's not just a personal thing. Everyone is wired that way. Courage is... A really interesting word, interesting concept. So obviously courage can be about rampaging into a battle situation, but also it might be 
leaving a relationship. It might be staying in a relationship. It might be reconsidering what you're doing with a job. It might be admitting that you've made a mistake and saying sorry. It can come in so many forms. Yeah, absolutely. Courage is everything. And it's really that point, you know, I started to question myself when I threw myself into the boot camp in 2015 when I needed to make changes. It was about I had to really find out and understand how we worked as humans, you know, the psychological um, mechanics of how we worked as humans. And I keep on going back to this. And it's because, you know, I look at I look at our evolution and our evolution wants to steer away from, you know, when it comes to protection of the species, it wants to steer us away from anything stressful. It wants to steer us away from anything that could possibly cause us harm. And when it comes to anything that involves change, which means something you haven't done yesterday or the day before, the alarm bells go up and it tries to talk you out of doing it. And that's why it takes courage in that moment to say no and switch off the program and follow your heart. And that's really when you are able to identify that and you push straight into the short term discomfort, you come out on the other side and go, wow, I've just grown massively there. The way we're wired is to seek the short term comfort. But that leads to long term pain and that short term comfort that can be drink, that could be um, eating. It can be anything in your life. It can be avoiding opportunities that are standing right in front of you. It can be talking to that person where, you know, could lead to you stating something, having that conversation that could lead to a massive opportunity, promotion at work or anything. So it's all about courage. And I know that, you know, any kind of success, any kind of breakthrough in life has to go through a period of discomfort. I'll tell you what, I went for a run the other day and there's, there's a few different runs from around my house. Now, there's one that I do, which has got, a, at the end, there's a hill that is just absolutely horrible. It's horrible. And I did it the other day, and then I thought, right, I'm going to go for another run today. And straight away, my mind is saying, right, go, go the opposite way. Because the opposite way, there is no hill. So my mind's going, yeah, you know what? You've, you, did, you did this the other day. You know, you, you've done well. Just take the easier route today. And then my mind's enforcing that sort of thought. Yeah, yeah, go the easy, go the easy route. So anyway, I, I go out of the house, got the dog with me, and I get to the end of the drive, and I can either go left the easy way or go right up, you know, which ends at the hill. At the last moment, I turn right and I face that obstacle and went absolutely against the opposite of what my mind was telling me to do, because I knew that there was so much growth in going up the hill at the end. And when I got to the hill, I, every step I was going in my head, this is where the growth is. This is where the growth is. And before I knew it, it was at the top and it wasn't as bad as I thought. But, you know, I benefited so much more from tackling the obstacle. When you actually push through those obstacles and those, those you know, that when your mind, the program is trying to take you uh, the easier route, when you actually combat that and get over it and prove it wrong and push it to the side, the feeling afterwards is, is, is incredible. Everyone knows that, you know, when they've actually done something where the mind's telling them not to do it, but they know at the end of it, you know, the goal beyond that is something they're aiming for. Once they've tackled that initial obstacle, the feeling, the euphoria afterwards is amazing. It's like, you know, it's like going for a run anyway in general or any kind of exercise. The hardest part is the initial part. Yeah. Just start. Yeah. Just start. The first K for me is horrible. I'm like going, why are you doing this? But after I get past the first K, it starts, I start getting into my flow and I've got through the hard part and I start, you know, I have so many amazing ideas when I go for runs. So many yeah. amazing ideas. So it's, it's yeah. therapy for me. A couple of things. First of all is seeking to grow. Part of that is 
being honest with yourself, but also compassionate with yourself because it's so easy to beat yourself up, isn't it? And that makes you less likely to carry on. Yeah, 100%. And then the other bit was about starting, just starting. And actually, you talk about the five-second rule. This is such a good little hack. Yeah, basically, there's, it's actually um, taken from this woman called Mel Robbins. She's the most sought-after uh, motivational speaker in the US. When you come to making a decision, you have got to make a decision within five seconds. Otherwise, your brain starts to enforce or, or support the reason why you shouldn't do it and talk you out of it. So when it comes to that decision about getting up in the morning, whether it comes to that decision about going and speaking to someone because you've got something to say, whether that's at a meeting or what, whatever it is, once you see the barrier, count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and take the action. Thank you for downloading and listening to this episode. And I think that definition of courage, that being willing to throw yourself into something with no guarantee of a successful outcome is a really powerful one. Of course, we like to know what's going to happen, but the reality is we can't know. And getting comfortable with that uncertainty is really important. You can have a five-year plan, but the reality is we don't actually know what's going to happen five minutes from now. And I've spoken to plenty of other guests about this. And my favorite take really is to try and tune into that internal whisper, that intuition about which path to follow moment by moment and then to explore what is eventually waiting for you. And as one guest eloquently put it, it's a continual unfolding. Now, if you like this episode and you could share it and leave a kind rating and review, I'd be very grateful. I'd love to hear from you too. Drop me a message via my website, simonmonday.com. You can also sign up for the Monday on Monday newsletter once you're there. And just a reminder, I'm largely going to be putting out shorter episodes just for a short while while I focus on finishing writing my book. Anyway, that's it for now. Until next time, goodbye. 